Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Friday new edition Best Bets episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Glad to have you guys with us. Everything we talk about today can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks, you get up to second information where the bets and money are coming in on. Check out Big Bets on Campus. It is college basketball season. If you're like me, you're like, oh shit, I gotta get caught up on like everything by Friday for the tournament, Thursday for the tournament. Best way to do that, go listen to the Big Bets on Campus podcast. You'll get caught on everything. Check out the app. It's got all of our columns. We'll have bracket breakdowns, all the ways to bet this thing. It's going to be amazing. Check it out. You got to download the app, though. Download the Action Network app right now. Join me tonight on this first edition of the Friday Best Bets episode. We got Jay Money coming back, as always. He's on Twitter, at Jay Money is Money. Also joining me tonight, making his, I think this is your Best Bets debut. I think it is. Is that true, Jim? Definitely for Fridays. I, I I think I did. I think I sprinkled in one or two here and there. Um, but this is the Friday debut, so a special day. Uh, we'll we'll have some heaters coming in. Jim Turvey, you can follow him on Twitter at Turvey Bets, as well as in the Action Network app. As always, we'll go around the table. We'll list our best bets. So you get those right up front, and then we'll do the cap. Jay, let's start with you. What's your best bet for Friday? Yeah, two of them for me today. Give me Blazers full game plus a nine. And I'm also taking the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first quarter. All right, Jim, what do you got for me? Yeah, I'm looking at the Wizards. Um, I like them full game, but I'm going to zoom in particularly on the first half and be talking a bit about that. All right. I'm going to join you on the Wizards on the full game line plus one and a half. I, because I hate myself, I'm going to take the San Antonio Spurs plus 12. Uh, and that went to the under in Minnesota, Brooklyn. Uh, that number currently sitting as we sit here on Thursday night at 2.30. I'm going to be under in that one. Jay, let's rewind back up to you. Okay, the Blazers, like, I want to bet this, and I won't. Um, this number, the Philadelphia 76ers, a powerhouse in the Eastern Conference, for whatever reason, my numbers have just, like, they love 
they they really like the Blazers. They have liked them all year. Uh, this is eight and a half. There's a nine in the market, like you said, plus nine for the Blazers. I make this five and a half to six ish, about minus five point seven. Why do you like the Blazers in this spot after getting demolished by Boston at the end of an East Coast road trip? Yeah, that was the la- that was the lowest of uh, point total that they've scored all season in 93 points as well. So I'm, I'm expecting to bounce back offensively. And let's take the names off the jerseys here for a second as well. This is a fade spot for the home team in this situation, coming back home from a fifth game in seven nights road trip, closing it out with a TNT game. We know Joel Embiid likes to show up on the T- on the national TV games going for the MVP, but they have had two days off of rest. But this is usually a, a bad spot to back a home team, especially laying near double digits in this one. They do have a, a game on deck, a revenge spot versus the Wizards as well on deck. But regardless of all that, I would not lay nine points with the Sixers here coming back home off that tough road trip. I don't expect their best game here. They could win the game, but I definitely don't expect them to win by double digits. If you look at the Blazers as well, they're looking for a bounce back. This is their fifth game in the last game of a road trip, but they're only two and two so far. So they want to try and try their best to close out with a win. I'm not sure they're going to get it, but the Blazers are on the outside looking in right now in the playoffs. So every game matters. I'm expecting a full effort from them. And I expect them to cover the eight and a half, nine points here. Man, I love this pick. I love this pick. I want to, I want to, I want to tail this so bad. Like number likes it. I get Dane versus drop coverage. It's such a high number. I just, I just, I can't bet the, like I keep trusting the Blazers being like, no, they're better than this. And then the Blazers are like, fuck you. We are, we're way worse than this. So I'm, I'm legitimately just too shook. I am going to wimp out here and be a coward, but I like the pick a lot of the Blazers plus nine. You also, as you mentioned, like the Wolves in the first quarter versus the Nets. Why do you like the Wolves in the first quarter versus the Nets? Is this just a back-to-back spot? Yeah, well, back-to-back years, I would like to take the full game. And to be honest, I do think this could be a spot where the Wolves lead this one from wire to wire, in my opinion. I think Vaughn is going to be a little ahead of himself in this one uh, as far as trying to game plan for Rudy Gobert down low. They only have one center in Nicholas Claxton, and he's dropped his production has really dropped off. They don't really have a true backup center. I mean, you can throw in Nerlens Noel, but um, especially coming in off of back-to-back, we're not even sure if he's going to play. But regardless of who plays, man, you know I don't care who's playing. Uh, give me the Wolves in this one with a bounce-back spot. They're coming off a horrible game versus the aforementioned 76ers in that one. And look at the Nets in the first quarter, their last eight games on the road. They're 0-8 against the spread in the first quarter. I think it's going to be 0-9 here. I think the Wolves started out hot. They talked about it after last game as well, that they need to start have a much better start. I think the Wolves come out here and cover this first quarter spread with ease. That's a tough one. Because the Nets, you know, Vaughn benched those starters tonight. So... But here's the thing. Here's one one thing I will say as far as if you're when you're looking at these things, this is just like a general thing for as we're capping. There will be nights when you will hear guys say like, well, he only he didn't play last night. Like he only played like 20 minutes. So the back to back is fine. Players will tell you that the game is not the hard part. The hard part is getting to the arena and then everything else. It's you you got to go through conditioning. You got to go through treatment for your injuries you got to go through warmups. You go back to the locker room. You got pregame prep and game plan. You go back out. You've got shoot up, shoot around and warm up again. Then you have the game, then you stop, then you play the game again. It's that process that the players say is actually a bigger thing. It's one of the reasons why you'll see like even if a guy doesn't play, they will, you know, they'll still be like no because it's the that's the the fatigue factor here. So I don't necessarily think the Nets not playing. 
I like it. I can't get there because I have this just like I docked the the Nets after they traded Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I docked them four and a half, like four and a half. I pushed that to five today. I was like, I'm going to dock them five points. I still can only get this to Wolves minus three. Like, I think the Wolves win this game, but I don't think I can get I can get to lay in the full five. It's more than a possession. Like if this is a if the Nets hang around, this is four. I can see them running out the clock. I don't want to play that. What I do want to play, though, is the under. So I got a Nets team on cross-country travel, like to the middle of the country, right? I've got a team with the Nets that definitely, like, it's possible that you're going to coast here because Vaughn may, like, they may just sit everybody. Like, they may sit all those starters anyway because the Nets are just like, look, we we are going to be in the playoffs. We don't have a choice, but Mm -hmm. we're not, like, competing. We're just kind of here. If we win, great. If we don't, fine. We can't get into the lottery. We can't get a good lottery spot. We're going to be in the playoffs most likely, or at least in the play-in. We really can't get out of this. So it doesn't really matter. They might just rest everybody. Either way, I still like the under here. The Wolves defense underrated. How about this? In home games for the Minnesota Timberwolves this year, 21 and 14 to the under. Their defense plays much better on at home than on the road. With a number up here at 230, I have this projected way lower. I've got this all the way down at 225. So I'm going to go ahead and take the under 230 on that one. Mate, uh, can I Jim, make one more point? Any thoughts on our picks here on this Nets-Wolves game? Oh, gee, you want to hop in real quick? I just want to make one more point that this is the living straight game that the Nets have been in a new arena. They were on the road versus the Knicks. They were back home versus Miami. Two games on the road, Chicago, Atlanta, back home versus Milwaukee, Jeez. then on the road to New York, uh, to <laughs> the Knicks, and then the Celtics, back home um, versus uh, versus the Hornets, then two more games on the road. This is also fourth game in six nights as well. A horrible spot for the Nets, in my opinion. Oof, those Nets beat riders could be racking up the Marriott points. All right, Jim, uh, what... Uh, what do you think about those picks? Yeah, I mean, Jay, you you sold me hook, line, sinker. So T-Wolves have been real solid in the first quarter all season. And I tend to kind of bristle, bristle at uh, those like last 10 games last 10 games because there's so much noise in there with the nets this is a totally different team in these last 10 games and it totally makes sense that they would struggle in the first quarter because they lost that kind of like frontline talent and that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of what you're looking to in the first quarter you look you look at you go down the line of who leads the league in scoring in the first quarter it's luca it's dame it's all the big names brooklyn for as great as their depth can be right now you know they traded for depth they don't have that frontline talent and when you're going up against a Minnesota team that's got some of that talent in Anthony Edwards and and Gobert, I I, I I'm in on this pick. I I, I think I'm going to tail that as well. Um, should you want me to to move into my pick as well now? Yeah, go ahead and give me your pick on the Wizards. Yeah, so um, you know, going back to that derivatives market, um, I am going to target the first half specifically um, in this Wizards Hawks game. Um, I think you and I might be referencing a, a similar stat. So I'll, I'll, I'll defer it to you. And if, if you don't cover it um, uh, about the teams on back-to-back at home, uh, I'll, I'll cover it. But for me, this is uh, first and foremost to look at how these two teams have done in first halves in the full season. Um, the Wizards are the third best team in the first half against the spread this season. Hawks are sixth worst. Um, we saw it when they matched up two nights ago. Even though the Hawks pulled out the win in the end, they, they need the fourth quarter to do that. In the first half, it was the Wizards that took it. We got plus money on them two days ago. I put that in the app. If you tailed it, that was a winner. Tomorrow, it's it's looking, only one book has it out right now. It's looking like it might be a, a, like a minus 110, minus 105. Um, I'm fine with that as well. Um, I'd probably play this around minus 115, minus 120. 
um, on the money line, or if you can get a spread, if you can get plus any points, um, that'd be awesome. Plus one, one Oh five, something minus one Oh five, something like that. The, the wizards are just a really solid team. We talked about this a lot, Matt, on some of the futures pods, the Hawks, you know, a little more all over the place. And the other thing is I, I kind of like how Washington matches up with this Hawks team in general, even though the Hawks, you know, we think of them with Trey Young and Deontay Murray be having like two great backcourt studs. They take the highest percentage of twos from the field of any team. And that's actually a strength for the Washington defense. They're really good against twos. Um, part of that's Porzingis. He had a monster game against the Hawks um, a couple of days back. So I, I just really like the way this lines up here. And uh, Matt, am I, are you looking, are you looking to this uh, teams on the second half of back-to-back? Is that, is that playing at all in your, into your handicap? Cause I know it played a bit in, in mine. So I mean, it's not back-to-back, right? The second matchup in a handful. Or, sorry. Games. Yes, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, Apologies. yeah. So yeah. like th- this duplex set where you play two games yeah. in the city. Um, the first number I'll give you is this season when a team is at home, facing the same team within three days, previous game at home. Those teams are 76, 70, and three, 52% against the spread. Straight up, they're 59% against the spread. Um, When they are dogs in that spot, it does drop. So I am concerned about that, but I do think these teams are close enough. An interesting twist on this is if we go to division matchups in this spot, you face the team three days later, you face the same team again at home, 14 and 11, 56% against the spread, 19 and seven straight up. Uh, this is close enough to where that being a dog doesn't factor as much into me. Uh, the Wizards, this is a, like, both of these games are really important. They lost a tough one the other night. I actually like the fact that they were able to hang in that game. Like, they're within range here, uh, and they need to get this one. If they're going to be able to make the play, and if they're going to have any shot of getting into the 7-8, they really need to win this game versus the Hawks. This is an important one for the Wizards. Motivational spot. I like this. I will go ahead and, and back the Wizards here. Um, I will take them. I'm going to go ahead and take the points plus one and a half for the full game. I want coverage in case something terrible happens because the Hawks are brutal when they they deliver a beat. Uh, Jay, what do you think about that one? Yeah, I would take the. I would almost blindly take the first half and with teams when you like you said in the duplex set when they lost the first game, especially the home team as well. We know the Wizards need this game a whole lot more as well. Um, and like I say, when you're when you're coming off that loss, you really want to come out and have a much better effort. So I usually take first quarter and first half in these spots. Um, it's 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 a tough one for me because um, like I said, I do I am rooting for the Hawks here, so I'm staying off the game. But if I'm betting this game, it's definitely Wizards first quarter, first half for sure to come out here bounce back, especially when they're at the house. Well, and, and to Jay's point, um, I was looking at that that site you were talking about, Matt, and the gap is the the biggest in the first quarter for those duplex sets. That's that's really where teams kind of separate themselves, and it's it's relatively even the rest of the way. But that 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 starting point is is also you know you can find that trend in there as well um, in terms of the the second half of the duplex games. Finally, for me, uh, this one is a pretty simple numbers play. I am taking the San Antonio Spurs plus twelve. Uh, this is not a complicated one there's a couple of things in play here one the denver nuggets this season on the road as a favorite six and 11 against the spread that's 35 percent like that's not far off the warriors mark of 28 percent it's definitely better but it's still really bad um two i have this projected under this number i just cannot get there uh, with this figure, I can't get to 12, even though even though I have the Spurs definitively as the worst team in the NBA, I still only have this at 10, right? I'm not saying the Spurs are going to win this game. 
I'm just saying that 12 is a lot of points for a Denver Nuggets team that's not good on the road. Finally, I've watched the last two. I've watched and lost on the Nuggets in the last two games. Um, they fucked around versus the Raptors. Raptors covered. The Nuggets had to come back and win. Thanks to Not thanks to Scott Foster, but he definitely helped. <laughs> and then they got blown out at home by the Bulls. Their first blowout loss really this season at home. Um, I Again, they'll win this game. I do not think the Nuggets... I, the Nuggets won their game versus Grizzlies last Friday. That effectively clinched the one seed. And I've gone against it twice, knowing that, being like, yeah, but they're so good at home, trusting them. I'm not going to do that. Now, this is the Nuggets after a loss. They do not like losing streaks. Jokic in particular tends to step it up whenever there's a, the threat of a losing streak. He gets real cranky when there's a chance of losing two in a row. Again, I think they win this game. It's just that the number is a little bit high and you go like the best team in the Western conference is not a 12 point favorite versus the San Antonio Spurs. Not when the nuggets motivation is this low, this team knows the spot it's in. They need to be healthy for the playoffs. They're coasting. So God help me. I will take San Antonio plus 12. Jay, how am I going to lose this bet? How bad, how badly am I going to lose this bet? I'll be honest. I want to take the Spurs here as well. The Nuggets don't care right now. I mean, this is a standalone road game as well. You, before you head back to the house, I, I would not lay 12 with the number one seed that uh, with the team that has number one seed. You're, you're not going to get the best defensive effort. If anything, they'll try to go out there and beat them with their offense. I mean, it's very possible they could blow the, blow out the Spurs on accident. But if I'm betting this game, I'm only looking towards the Spurs plus the 12 in this one. Jim, what do you think? How, how badly am I going to lose this? No, I'm I'm actually right there with you. I I think it's probably a stay away on the on the spread for me. But I, I if if I had to if you know if you you doing a pick a daily pick them, you gotta do do one for everything. I I think I would go with the Spurs actually. If I were to do anything Nugget wise, I kind of like what you were talking about. Maybe like a Jokic PRA over because I, I I do think maybe he's gonna look to score a little bit more in a spot like this. Um, if it is within that kind of single digit range, like we're we're all kind of imagining. Um, so I, I could see maybe a Jokic over if you if you really are desperate for a Denver play. But no, I, I 12 on the road in the NBA is just a big number. Even if it's the best team versus the worst team, that's, that's a lot of things that can that can a lot of different game scripts that play out that don't get you to winning on the road by 12. So, you know, I'm with you. All right, let's go wrap it up for Buckets for a Friday. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back on Monday with a weekend recap with Albert Wynn as well as our best bets for Monday. Thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great weekend. Enjoy the bets. Enjoy the NBA. Enjoy the conference tournaments. Download the Action Network app. I thanks David Payne, our producer. We'll see you guys again on Monday with another edition. And until then, let's get Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.